Goodbye. All right. Welcome, gentlemen and maybe lady. You are listening to the Hooniverse podcast. My co-host, Blake Zerong, has already ditched me in favor of a random trip to Amsterdam. Once he lands, I imagine he'll awkwardly try the, to talk to the bike-riding locals about obscure vehicles that they don't care about before inexplicably finding himself in a 4 a.m. hot tub session with a bucket of weed and two local women. He'll still find a way to mess it all up, though. And also, our fra- favorite Finn, Auntie, is meeting Blake out there, so hopefully we get pictures. There's no BZR tonight, but here is Mr. Zach Clapman himself stepping into some podcasting duty. Zach is an editor and producer over at The Smoking Tire. He gets some excellent video work done for various portions of the Drive Network, and he's even helped out Hooniverse with some recent video work, hence why some of the videos actually look good for a change. Zach, thank you for joining in tonight. Oh, no, good to be here. <laughs> that you. is yeah. not your accent. You Wait, <laughs> way to spoil it. Sorry. Way to shit on the joke. Uh, I yeah, I didn't know what joke was coming, so I, I wasn't prepared. You know, we got to talk about these things. You gotta always be prepared. You always got to be prepared. Speaking of being prepared, I'm looking at my little list of notes here about what we're talking about, and tops on the list, especially because you just came from there. Uh, Gotham Dream Cars West, yes, grand opening party last night, mm-hmm. first official day of operations today, and it is your unofficial, official one of the many things you do. It's my sixth job, I think. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, I'll be working there just uh, in the office running cars, r- delivering cars. But um, it's cool because today, you know, we'll get to it in a minute, but today I got to drive some of the cars, actually drive them. And, you know, we, we're exposed to so many of these cars, not even like these exotics, but we're exposed to a lot of cars. Right. So for us, it's like, oh, who would come in and drop like two grand to rent a car for a day? You know, like, because yes. A, we're poor, and B, we get to drive a lot of cars. But, if I knew I was never going to own an exotic car and I didn't have access like we do, it makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, it's a lot of money, but yeah. if you are that into cars, like that's a memory that you'll have forever. And that sounds cheesy, but I'm dead serious. No, no. I mean, I, I still have memories of some cars that I've driven that thankfully I didn't have to pay for, but uh, I could, I totally, totally get that. Um, yes, if I didn't have cars coming to me on a weekly basis for the most part. I'd be excited to go to fuck. I'd be excited to go to Hertz and do ooh the new Fusion like totally. So but so now you get to what? So what kind of cars can they get? Uh, right now, what they have, we got have a uh, Gallardo Spider um, five nine nine, Ferrari uh, California, a Bentley Continental uh, convertible. Sorry, I'm half asleep. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We're getting an Aventador Roadster soon. We're also getting a four five eight Spider, and there's also an M six. And I'm forgetting something. Oh, and oh, dude, the big dog, McLaren MP4. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the brand that's new the stunner. ultralight package. That thing. Everyone that got out of that car just will not stop talking about it. About so, so it today, first official day of operations. We had the party last night, yep. which was fun. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, I played a little bit of Forza while I was there because I didn't really know anybody besides these guys. <laughs> so I had a glass of wine, played some Forza, and then went outside, looked at the zero fucks given RX-7, and yeah, uh, went home. Uh, but today was your first official day of business. Uh, how'd it go? Everybody loved the cars on the drive route? Well, yeah, today, so, you know, we do three things there. We, we rent cars for as long as you want them. We do uh, the Dream Car Sprints, which is like 100, 100 bucks, 200 bucks for autocross. You know, you get a couple laps in one of the exotics, which is also, if you have less than two grand, is a great way to have some fun. Um, and then we do Dream Car Tours. So Dream Car Tour is, people have probably seen this around, like you, five exotic cars go out, you get a group of five people, everyone rotates every, you know, X number of miles or minutes, and you get to drive five cars in a day. And and here they used to do this in Colorado, which is pretty cool. But here we're doing roads like all the best the best canyon roads we drive right. all every week. Right, dude, it's so good. I mean, yeah, and those like I I was just hammering it in something with a lot less power. A car I'll talk about later in the program. Um, and and those roads are still. I mean, I could go out in my shit Civic. You can go out in the rattiest car, and those roads will blow your mind. Yeah, there it, there's big sweepers or straights. You're up in the canyons. You're looking down at you know the ocean. It's pretty amazing. I mean, so, some 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 sections are actually pretty damn technical. Oh yeah. So I imagine when you guys get more and more clients going through these, there's gonna be some interesting days. There will be some very interesting days. Don't touch traction control. Don't even. You can't disable traction control on any of the cars. <laughs> oh really? They, they pulled the Manatino switches on the Ferraris. Oh. Um, what uh, basically what Matt said when we started this whole thing? Um, we're gonna get fusions to do lead follow. And he said he doesn't want anyone to go faster in our, one of our rentals than him or I can go in a fusion. 
And we can go pretty quick on these roads. And yeah. like we know the roads, and we are probably better drivers than most of the people that come to rent. Yeah, absolutely. I've so, driven with you guys. I, I for sure. No, but question. today there was clear. I mean, there's there were some journalists there that weren't, um, you know, from like various magazines that aren't auto magazines, but they're right because today today was, today was uh, like get the word day. out. So there was a media day, which I wasn't invited to. But go on. You, how many places <laughs> have you been flown to to drive stuff? Not as many as the rest of the people that were there. More but, than me. So but shut that's up. all right. I, I mean, I, I did go to the Vanquish launch. I did go. to I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, I'm not bitter. Yeah, so we had some guys that aren't, you know, they're not hot shoes. They're not big drivers. They showed up in like a rental RAV4. But so they, they were they were definitely more timid. I was behind some of them because I, fo- I was following. And, you know, they were just kind of cruising, they, which is good. They respect the cars. Right. You don't want to th- – if you go into this thing and you think like, oh, it's a Ferrari. It will save me from anything. You are going to <laughs> die. Yeah. Because there are cliffs and rocks and all kinds of stuff. Yes. Um, and, yeah, and there's a story – Probably once a quarter of a car fucking up yeah. on the LA roads, at least. Yeah, I mean, at least once bikes a go off a lot, cars go off, you know, a little bit less. But Just go to YouTube and Google Mulholland, like, Mulholland crash, yeah. and it's all over the place. Um, <laughs> There's some good ones. <laughs> so today, but but what was cool about today, like, this is my first experience with exotic cars because I don't I don't get to go to Ferrari launches. And the, for the last couple of weeks, we've just been moving cars, parking cars, running right. around town. Like, it's not what you want. Today is what you want, and. So, like, this is my first time actually driving driving a Ferrari. So I drove the 599, and so fast. It's it, – th- <laughs> like, th- for example, third gear, I'm cruising, cruising. Like, it, it's quiet, well, relatively. Third gear, 3,000 RPM. I'm like, oh, okay. I look down. I'm doing 72 miles an hour. And then I look up, and I see a speed sign. This is 45. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I – it, you don't feel it. It's one of those cars. Right. I'm like, there's there's three more gears. Yeah. What do you do with those? <laughs> so, um, that car today. There was a great story. We had a girl with us who won the, the Gotham Dream Car con- contest. Why did um, she win exactly? Because she got the most likes and shares. Why did she get the win- most likes exactly? Double D's. Son. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, she, she's actually really nice. She's, she's hilarious. Just because uh, it's it's like it, it's like driving with Marissa Tomei. From my cousin Vinny. She sounds like it. She talks like it. Oh, like the nice. whole thing. And if you're going too fast, she's like, oh, my God, slow down. We're going to die. This rocks. <laughs> and uh, so I, we have the windows down, and she's wearing, like, like a black bra with, like, this, like, very loosely buttoned thing. I reached a speed, allegedly, that is somewhere around where you'd set a hot tub. <laughs> That's, um, I like that. That's so, good. <laughs> and, and she all of a sudden goes, oh, my God. And she turns away, and I'm like, what? And she's like, the wind ripped my shirt open. My boob popped out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why people buy Ferraris. And I was, I was like, maybe they designed it especially because other cars weren't like yeah. weren't directing the wind the same way. <laughs> so maybe there's a guy that's like, we need to make the wind open a girl's shirt. How do uh, we do we that? We need the, the boobies to come. Up. Yes. Yes. Le- less aerodynamic on the window. So um, <laughs> so I'll try and uh, – you know, do you want me to rip through the cars real quick or what do you – I don't know. Uh, actually, direct, direct this thing, Charlie Rose. That, that – well, I mean you just, you just did – told us a lot but so you 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 love the the 599 what else did you drive the 599 though is um because the steering is really light is it it's it's actually quite light surprising and uh i wonder if you can can you dial it up maybe if you turn to like race mode which i you know i couldn't do yeah um but like i the first car i drove was the gallardo spider and that has like real heavy controls yep and then, so getting from that right into the 599 it felt really light can you can you still put that car into like corsa yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can put it in Corsa in sport mode, and you know it sounds great. Yes. Top down. Oh man. Oh it's, yeah. It's quick. Five nine nine is fast as fuck, but uh, it's it definitely felt more of like a GT car. Like I know sure. it can perform on a track. Yeah. I think with the right driver and you know and a big track because it's really quick. Yeah. But in the canyons that we've driven, all these you know with right. small cars right. and, and I don't know stickier cars almost. So it just felt a little bit more like sweepers or a big track would be great. That makes sense. But you, you couldn't feel the tight turns and the little rocks you go over and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it I, – I couldn't have felt more L.A. I had a top-down Gallardo <laughs> with this chick next to me with fake boobs on the phone with giant sunglasses. I was like, I look like such a tool. Yeah. Because, you know – like, You were happy. I was happy. Yeah, that's why those tools smile. That's true because <laughs> life is good for Because we hate on them and they smile. But um, So what else? What else? So we had an M6 uh, convertible, which is actually a lot more fun and nimble yeah. in the canyon than I expected. It's quick. Heavy. Heavy, but you know, like not terrible. No, because we also had a Bentley Continental, and that's like a Bentley Continental with <laughs> that's no like roof. that's like you're doing the canyon with one hand on the wheel. I like, was. Okay. we got in that, and I was like, like I'm gonna slow Screw down. Screw it, yeah. Because what, what am I gonna do? I, I had to catch up. But you're up. comfortable. 
Yeah, yeah, you, you know, seat heaters crank up a to lot like of a cows die to make your ass feel really good. It felt great, and those cows also can heat quite well. They they generate their own heat. Um, we had that. The um, the only oh, Frog California, which I don't like. I actually wanted to know about that car okay. because that car kind of gets a, a shitty rap, I think. But I've never driven it, so. It's, people are like, it's not a real Ferrari. It's not a real Ferrari. It's, you know, this and that and this and that. I've talked to a guy who owns one, and he loves it. He's driven it in Gumball Rally in Europe, in U- the U.S. He loves it, though he did just buy a 458. So he actually bought Kobe's 458, but he loved his California. His wife loved it, too. But Shocking. But what, did, what didn't you like about the California? Well, my, I don't like the way it looks at all. I think okay. front, backs, profile, any of it, I don't like the design whatsoever. It's like an it's like an aborted Maserati. It's got like a huge ass that's there so it can fit the top. Right. You know, it's their first hard top convertible. Right. So it's like it's it, it's in beta almost. So it's got this <laughs> giant ass on the back that looks out of place in the front that for me the headlights are too small. It's got these weird fins on the side. Like I do not like the way it looks and for me. How a car looks is half of it because I'm just very visual that way. Like you know, if you if an Aston Martin you had to pedal it around, I'd still probably buy it. Yes, no um, question. But d- it drives. It's got a dual clutch transmission, yep. which is better than the one that was in the five nine nine. Really, that's better than uh, what's in the Giardo by leaps and bounds. Like yes. if you try to parallel park a Giardo, you're stacking into a car. Cause yeah, it, you got a rev and it slips and then it engages yeah. and then you move. So it drives good. It sounds good. It goes fast. But the whole time I'm like I'm in I'm in a Ferrari California. That's you know, and it's yours nice looking. It's it's for me it's purely about how it looks. That's it. Well, you mentioned Bentley, and that's going to transition into our next topic since we're still talking about new cars. Um, Bentley just showed off their new Flying Spur, and it's kind of like a big eh, okay. You, you, it's a little bit better than what what was there before. Um, it's got a more upright grill face, which looks good on a Bentley, especially a big Bentley. Because that's what they used to do. Exactly. Like, that you want that big in-your-face Bentley. Uh, if you can do anything to remind me of a Brooklyn's, you're doing something very right. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit more of a curve and a little bit more of a dynamic action in the shoulder line. Uh, from the profile, it kind of looks like a fat Quattro Porte to me. Yeah, in the um, back, for sure. And the back almost looks like a... Like a BMW concept car. It's with the way the taillights are stacked. So, uh, I mean, you you've taken a quick look at it. Um, Okay, quick. I mean, I I love the um, the first one simply because a sedan that can go two hundred and three miles an hour, right? And and be that comfortable and cushy, like because I'm an idiot. I think that's realistic. I drove the the last one or the one that's still i guess available now but the the flying spur that everybody knows the more square one <laughs> and i drove a special edition called the series 51 which is like custom interior exterior the person in bentley pr who ordered it ordered it green and white and they thought it would be mostly white with green accents they filled the card out backwards so it was mostly green inside with white accents yikes and I asked them about it, and they're like, yeah, I, they, they said, they're like, I fucked that one up. But <laughs> I didn't use this in my review, but I wanted to say it felt like I was driving an NBA rookie draft pick suit. <laughs> yeah, you were driving Don the Magic Wand's suit. Right. It was, it was, not, it was not nice. The outside was great because it was just regular, like, classic silver. Um, but also, when it arrived, it was missing one of the center caps. So, okay. I mean, I, mean probably, I know that's really, like, a it. dumb thing to complain about. But I'm like, that's going to look really stupid in pictures or really, really funny. Or, yeah, <laughs> or just take pictures from the other side. Right. You know, yeah, but the profile. I might have to highlight that, hey, this is what your Bentley looks like with a rusted inner center of the wheel because the center cap's missing. <laughs> that's true. Oh. Um, uh. I always liked it. I think just the top gear review I like. Just it's fast and it's so comfortable. I drove the Bentley Mulsanne uh, two years ago for a few hundred miles when we had it for the car show, and it was just like phenomenal automobile. It, it yeah, a hundred miles an hour on a cloud, and <laughs> it, it really is, man. And I think I think the Continental or the um, sorry the Flying Spur. It's the same thing. It's yeah, executive level, super fast transport. Right for for people that want to be removed from everything around them. Removed. And that's you know yes. it's, it's like an A8L, but with a, a more brand recognition, 
more expensive, more cash, a little faster. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's actually that's a great point because like the A8L is a special car, and then the Bentley is like, pfft, all right, bro, step aside. Yeah, I, Bentley I, I, is best. I'd rather own the A8 because I think it's better looking, and but, it's a better driver's car too. Yeah, it is, but um, but you know, not many people. I don't see flying spurs a lot. True. Uh, you just don't see them very much. True. I think they're real expensive. Yes, and that's part of it. And then they're not super exciting to look at, but I think no. for their market and for what it is, it's it's a you know a four seat right, jet. Right. With so maybe dead it's a, maybe it's a good thing then that they didn't go too exciting with the new car. They just totally. kind of touched it up. Yeah, the people buying that they don't want anything that's like flashy and you know to show off. It's just cruise, man. right? <laughs> but so now we're gonna go uh, to a very different market. Um, talking about Jeep. More specifically, we're talking about Jeep and Twitter because Jeep got their asses hacked on I heard Twitter. about this last night. Yes, and uh, maybe even Cadillac too or something about Cadillac. The logo got placed on the Jeep Twitter page. Well, what they do? Because like I said, so, someone told me last night I've been gone all day. It was a bunch of dumb, random, horribly spelled crap. And I guess uh, Gizmodo or Engadget or one of the tech sites traced it back to some DJ in New England who's part of a hacking crew. Uh, which I don't want to offend because you never know when they're coming for your ass. Yeah, that's right. Um, nice work, guys. I love Anonymous. Big know. fan. Yes, keep doing what totally. you're doing. Um, so, yeah, so this dude, and but he was bragging about it on Facebook. He was bragging about it on a couple accounts. So, like, the guys at Gizmodo, I, I'm pretty sure it was Gizmodo, tracked him down. Like, this is who the hacker was. And he just said dumb crap for a while. And it was right after Burger King got hacked. Um, and then right before uh, MTV faked that they got hacked. Oh, my God. What is <laughs> – Did you hear about that? No, but is so this like Jeep, a new marketing idea? Yes. So Burger King and uh, Jeep legit got hacked right. and started saying dumb shit. And then MTV I see. faked that they – and VH1 faked that they got hacked. Gotcha. And then I think I threw out two tweets from Hooniver said like, guys, seriously, Prius is best. Totally not hacked or something like that. Just to – Try to get a little of the action, yeah. Um, of but but Fucking yeah. So so Jeep got hacked, and that was kind of it's. It shows that uh, social media is still a uh, interesting playground for some of these automakers. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's nothing that Jeep important. can do about it. But the funny, did you hear the other story that about 15 minutes before they got hacked, they put out a, a guide about how not to get hacked. <laughs> wait, wait, why? What? They, I don't know why they would post that. Yeah, it's not to is do that like Jeeps, common? But it's like, hey, way to keep your social media secure. This is what you do. Yo, bro, this is Jeep. We're the best, bro. I wonder if the hack – it would be good if the hacker first put up the thing of like here's how to not get hacked. Right. And like you know, it's like an alley-oop and then like dunked <laughs> it and he was like, psych. <laughs> Juke move. Because otherwise, why am I getting technology information on hacking from Jeep? Right, because it, it relates to um, locking diffs like, and right. Uh, Apple's Rubicon. like how to four by how to right. off road in mud. You know what? <laughs> That's I, I don't know, man. Like I think there's some hacks out there doing some good. I think if you want to fuck with someone's company, you know, don't cause any serious harm. Don't steal my credit card information right. again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, like, it don't make me change my. If this passwords. snowballs into everyone going. Oh, you know, PepsiCo, and they write a bunch of – they hire, like, comedians to write tweets, and then they're like, we got hacked, but right, they didn't. I'm right. going to shoot someone. <laughs> hacked, promoted by Jerry Seinfeld. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Enough of that crap, though, because i got a, a more important talk, topic to talk about. Um, it's one of my favorite topics. It's horsepower wars. Not race wars. Race wars are fun, but only when you've overnighted parts from Japan. We're talking about horsepower wars because the big news today in the supercar, hypercar world is that the McLaren P1, um, which is a stupid name. I, I, why can't we go back to cool names? That's a whole separate topic. Why can't we go back to names? Names. Exactly. Not numbers. Not alphanumeric. But, and we might add that after this. That might be a new topic that I just dotted in there. Uh, so they announced that the McLaren P1 makes 903 horses from a hybrid V8. Clearly, they were paying attention to what Porsche was doing with the 918. Where – I mean where do we go? We can't How much just does it weigh? Keep, I mean not a it lot. It probably weighs as much as three pillows. I mean it, it – who knows? I mean, it's going to weigh, you know, 70% of a Veyron with basically the same power. And it's going to be more – Right. Better power delivery because it's rear-wheel drive. Right. It's going to be It's like a more so refined fast. Hennessy Venom. Yes. No, it totally is. It's going to be better so engineer. goddamn fast. Right. Yeah, with better engineer. I mean, it's – It's McLaren. No, yeah. no, not – I'm not saying to take anything away from Hennessy. It's just – it's, it's McLaren. McLaren. They're ridiculous right now. Everything they do is insane. They're like – their toothbrush brushes your teeth for you. <laughs> yeah, um, faster and faster every time. Yeah. 
If you only move your arm... Your dentist says two minutes? Fuck him. 30 seconds. You move your arm once and somehow the brush does 10 strokes. Like, like, how'd they do that? Oh my god, my gingivitis is gone. But, that w- but still then, why would all the teeth in Britain still be so fucked? That's a good point. Although this is all hypothetical, so maybe it wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, 900 horsepower. 903, which is an odd number, but it, that makes it look like a legit number. 900 horsepower. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, where... How fast... You know, I feel like... Cars are incredible right now. Right. You know, even cars. You, you know, you've driven the the Fiesta ST. Uh, those, I've right? driven I've driven the Focus ST. Focus ST. No, no, we're talking about the, uh, the Fiesta. You're driving the Mazda I drove two the, soon. I drove the Mazda two. I've driven the three cylinder Fiesta. That's which, what I mean. Which was awesome. So you got yeah, cars with 100 horsepower are are good and fun. Obviously right. They're, That's they a good They point. don't give you the rush, but well, I, but they can. Oh, they can't. I mean, they, they can they, handle. I well, mean, not the straight line rush, and, which we all right. want. You want noise. You want still, straight line rush. yeah. But slow car fast. Slow car fast. Oh, um, yeah. Slow slow car fast is something. Obviously, straight line speed and also sound is a big thing. Uh, so today, you know, I drove a car with 500 horsepower, 550 horsepower, 600 horsepower. Plenty, plenty, yeah. yeah, plenty fast. Yep. Where, and I'm not one to shit on engineering or progress or try and tell anyone to not go faster. But are we basically in automotive dick measuring now, where it's yes. like you made 900, I I'm going to so. make 12, I'm going to make 14. I, think, I mean, we, no we one have can a 200 plus mile per hour Ford Mustang. That's true. That's out of control. Which we has, has bad traction control. Yes, and. It, that's not all. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, wait, it's a straight line mold. muscle machine. It's a straight line muscle machine. Uh, it's yeah. They say you can take corners. It's it, it's and it's nowhere near as sketchy as the cars that it, what it used to be. It's it's an amazing achievement for Ford. But it, that car's insane that it exists. And now there's rumors that Corvette, the next ZR1, is going to be 700 horsepower. That's, I mean, there's going to be – it's it's not going to be useless, but it's going to be near useless. Our consumption of natural resources will be dropping, though, because people are going to die. No, no, I'm serious. I mean, if we, if we sell, let's say, 2 billion 700 horsepower Corvettes, 1 billion get crashed, we just solved our carbon – carbon footprint problem yeah and our and our crowding problem because we're at seven billion people now so we've just freed up freed up a lot of space uh you maybe just, they can finally afford a place in the station. what if you just give a billion corvettes to china for free and like just drive these around for a little bit see what happens <laughs> oh we're on top of the world again <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah we would yeah, we would take the but lead so like like this is why i love pagani because pagani has the wyra which has 767 horsepower what is it seven something Okay, seven something. It's not a thousand. It's not four digits. No, no, no. And they're fine with that. And we're fine with that. And everybody – and any report – because we'll never even sniff that car's exhaust pipe. No. Anybody who – like mostly Top Gear. It's mostly Richard Hammond who drives Pagani's pretty much. Um, he seems like the only journalist who drives them except from some guys from Evo. Uh, and he says it's one of the greatest cars ever made and, yeah. and he's driven every Zonda and, and this and that. Fast around the Top Gear track yes. by a big margin. yes. So it, 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 it uses its power fine. Yeah, yeah, faster than the 1200 horsepower they uh, run Super Sport. Um, it puts its power down. It uses it, and I'm sure it's fast as so fuck the- in a, on a highway. Because that's – if you spend $2 million on a, on a hypercar, most of the people, all they ever do is floor it on a highway, go real fast, slow back down, floor it on a highway. And then crash. And then, and then crash. And we wa- read it on um, stupid websites and, and laugh and game. Like how many, how many people are going to take the, the P1 to a track – and put down what is a respectable lap time for that car. You need Rowan Atkinson. That's the only guy. <laughs> he might be able to do it because the the skill you need to drive a 900 horsepower car, that's that's more power than any Grand Am right. car. That's more power than probably most Le Mans cars. Like, yeah. who? We're, n- nobody who has two million dollars for a car is really good enough to drive one. Right. So when what where are we going to go after and, horsepower and the, wars? And the race get car old? drivers who can't afford it, they probably prefer like Mazda. Mazda fives to shuttle their family to and from the track in. Oh yeah, they, they do. just they want to cruise. Ford flexes. They don't really speed. Like <laughs> right. uh, Craig Stanton was over. He has like he has a Ford Lightning, which is like he's like yeah, it's quick. I, I haul a surfboard. It's not that quick though. It's not. I mean, not compared to the the cup cars he's right. driving. But so what do we? What do you think we're gonna go after? After horsepower gets boring. After dicks get too big. So I think the next direction should be cutting weight. I think they're doing that. I mean, they're definitely but, starting but to. But not. 
they are. And I'm even seeing interesting numbers from like the Hyundai Santa Fe dropped 500 pounds. You know, like yeah. cars you wouldn't expect. Like cutting major weight because they're using more high strength steel and, and uh, more um, aluminum and carbon fiber and, and uh, safety's getting better. But I feel like if we can keep cutting weight, we don't need to keep increasing horsepower. You know, it kind of balances out and you can have more fun in a lighter, lower yeah. powered car than you can in a heavier, high powered car. And you get, and you get better miles per gallon, which is a great exactly. thing. Exactly. And that's, that's what they all need to do. Yeah. Like so, the new Range Rover, I think they, they, it was lighter by 800 pounds. Yeah. They, they cut a ton of weight out of that. So that's much. why now they can do a – I think they're, they're going to do a turbo V6 or something yeah. coming down the pipe, which in the old Rovers, no. no. Not a chance. You need a big motor. But now Mad drove and he said you don't need the big motor, the supercharged motor in the, in the Range Rover because you don't. You know, you don't just as capable, lighter. Get the regular V8, yeah. 380 horsepower, something like that. It's totally fine. Yeah. So I think I think you're right. You're going to get lighter. They're going to get better handling. And then I think the real thing is going to be move, making hybrid and then electric cars fun as fun as possible. And then we're going to be autonomous. Like that's yeah. They're going to start dumping money in that. I think I I think we're probably a little further away than I. Um, I it's an it's. I don't think it's that far away. I don't. I don't think the technology that far away, but to have. Widespread adoption, right? Is very far. It's going to be. It's, it's going to happen in one community in Northern California yeah. for like two years, Palo Alto, man. right? And then maybe it'll filter to Austin, Texas, and then three guys in Brooklyn will be like, "I need that." You know, it's so nice because I, I I had to take the dogs to the dog hotel, <laughs> but I, I had to hold all of them because I don't have enough carriers. So the car drove me there. It was it was they amazing. They get allergic. To my 240D yeah. Volvo that we converted to biofuel. Biofuel. <laughs> Have you tried the new coconut water that's better than the other ones? Yes, it makes my skin crisp. It does, because the other one's supposed to be bad for you, I hear. That, that's every conversation held in Palo Alto. Yeah. Is this is what I used to eat, and now it's bad for you. <laughs> it, it's a weird hobby. It's like how to eat green shit. <laughs> Off topic. <laughs> what, uh, what? I just lost my plot point. Before we went to Horsepower Wars, we were going to circle back to something else, and now I forget it, so I think I'm going to have to go past it so I don't dwell on it, but you can clearly tell that I'm trying to think about it right now. I can't because you're squinting. And I can't remember it. McLaren? I hybrids? One. Nope. Power? It wasn't hybrids. It, wasn't, it, was, it was related to power, but it wasn't power. Oh, car naming. Oh, yeah. Enough with the numbers. Give me something called like a Hawkeye or yeah. know, a Battle Axe or like <laughs> a Claymore. Koenigsegg should make the battle axe. Although that's Koenigsegg Claymore. Koenigsegg, Koenigsegg face fucker 9000. Just something exciting. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, Koenigsegg ass to mouth. Right, like like the the Ford assless chaps. I, I mean, I don't – at least it's a name. All chaps are assless. That's that's true. Where Their target market there is, uh, I guess, 10% of male and female population. Just I'm, I'm just so – like the McLaren MP4 12C. And they know – but that's – they know that name was terrible. But it but it does relate to – I mean, I know it relates to all their race cars were MP something and, and – yeah, but no one cares, and and it, that's the problem is that they everyone made fun of the name. Every right. journalist made fun of the name, and they were probably like, oh, "Hey, go yeah, drive it." We understand, you know, very sorry. And then they come out, they're like, "Now we made it the P one," and you're like, "But it's still numbers and letters." Like, but it's less. And you never said shit about the F one. You, so you, fuck did, off. you didn't say bad letters numbers. You just said too many. You're like, right. no, no, no. We want a name. We cut it to one number, one letter. Brilliant. Simplified. Yeah. Lightness. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but like, like Lotus. Everybody shits on Lotus, but it's still the Exige, the Elan. You know, Those like, are cool name. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, I mean, there Lincoln's are doing this. I don't like. Also, Infinity. Too MK, many Qs. MK, MK, MK. The Q, I, the Q is the worst offense because you have yeah. different classes of car that. Well, all they the built same up name. a brand for the G sedan and coupe. Yes. They built up a brand for the FX. They built it. I mean, those were almost separate little brands for Infinity. Like, hey man, G. I drive a G. You, right away, you knew you what knew. the dude was yeah. talking about. Be like, be like, oh yeah, you put Lambo doors on it yet, yeah, you dork. But I love that car, but still, no, no, I know <laughs> what you mean. It attracts a crowd. But like, also like BMW and Mercedes. Back in the day, they've always used numbers and letters, but they made sense. And they were consistent. The 190 had the relevant engine. Uh, you know, the five, um, right, right. Now, now the what is it? Uh, E63 probably has a five and a half liter twin turbo it engine. Does. Like, come on, what that that so that number yeah. doesn't mean shit. Mm. I mean, it means that it's going to be a blast to drive, but it doesn't mean shit. So why can't they call that the Mercedes? Annihilator, you're like like the and then like the AMG well, version is the tactical. Get, when we use aggressive names, people get nervous. Yes, no one likes yeah, especially if it's the Germans. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I know. I mean, I think 
I think at least they're consistent. And know, I guess a Japanese company could never 63. be like, this is the Nissan Zero. <laughs> you can't really pull that one off for the 370Z. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> though, even though that is a word, that's still a number, so that shit doesn't count. That's true. Didn't if they wrote zero, I'd be mad. Uh, they just just use names. Get creative. I know that maybe there's so many words. Just make. A, I'd, I'd be happy if they made up words. Like I don't give a shit what Waira actually means, and it's a dumb word, but it's a word. They make up words. There's new words added to the dictionary every year. Zonda is a great car name. That's true. This is the Zonda. It's like, not, it's like it's, Zorro. It's, you have to say it but right. It's got like right. more punch to it right. because it's got like duh, yeah. yeah uh, it's like phonetically sexy. Uh, That's what they need uh, to do, that. especially with something with 900 horsepower. P, I mean, yes. P1 is like, oh, it's just, you know, I was about to do German because it sounds so Like German. the Mercedes like, SLS should be called the Gullwing Skyfucker. That, I don't mind SLS because it's SL, which is, you know, it used to be that. It's, it's, still, it calls back, all that kind of stuff. But still, it needs a name. But at least they have a root to it, whereas McLaren, no, I guess they're MP thing. Too many, just too many letters and numbers. <laughs> it just comes out to too many. Name things. Call something. The, I'm going to name my kid pedestrian, MP4. If it's, like a, if it's the Ford, it, well, actually, Ford uses names. So if it's something else, call it like... The Daihatsu Jeff, and I'll be so honored. <laughs> I bet in, I bet in be Japan simple. there is a Daihatsu Jeff. It'll be Jeff. simple, and it'll have good legroom, and it'll be smart, and it'll probably be like okay looking, but but uh, but yeah. not a, but not like a superstar or anything. No. like you know, middle of the road. <laughs> yeah, like like you know, you get laid, or you, I guess you'll you'll get through traffic. I'm I'm, I'm traffic won't part for you willingly. My charm will get me into better parking spaces. Your charming horn will, will get you into better parking spaces than you should probably be in. Um, you'll be able to park on streets you probably really shouldn't. Right. And that you probably can't handle. Or deserve to. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's all about parking on them because who cares? Who cares how happy the spot is, really? Right. And then your neighbors will be like, oh, that's a Daihatsu Jeff. That's cute. <laughs> and then they'll get to know me over wine and everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> enough we, about enough about cars that we don't have that don't exist. We need to talk about what we're driving. Okay. So I'm going to start it off with a car that I just gave back because I only had it for a few days. I had the the most wonderful green. No, now I, I'm going to try not to get green mad green. about the lettering because it's the Volkswagen Golf GTD, and I know you drove it too before. I did not. You didn't drive it. I was gone. Matt had it. For oh, three you didn't days. drive it on track. Uh, no, I didn't want to wait in line. I was running around like uh, you missed out. Five goes west. You missed out. So basically, it's a Euro only car. I always get excited when I get cars that have manufacturer plates because I'm an asshole, and I, I freely admit that. Mm-hmm. Like I like when it has a Michigan M plate or a California DST plate because it means I'm just a hair cooler than you for for that one week. This car sure. had a German front plate, so in my head, I am king of the road. You should have gone and I drove. Fast. Like I was king of the road. And that car responded in kind. Wasn't fast off the line. Throttle response was typical diesel. Like, hey, sure. hey, hey, hey. One, give me a second. Whoa, bro. Whoa, bro. Okay, let's do this now. Yeah. I'm ready. 170 horse, but two, nearly 260 torque. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. And it had, and it had a Euro-only adaptive suspension. Ooh, yes. I want that. Put it in sport, and it corners flat. It's a better I I like it. GTI with a more interesting motor. More interesting, more torque, although you know the 2.0T can be tuned really well and sure, really easily. Sure, no question. But, uh, uh, you know what, though? GTD, take it to Gale Banks. Game over. Yeah, but I mean but uh, a 2.0T, yes, you, you put a chip on and you get like 50 horsepower. Right, APR, all, all those guys. Right, I mean the APR makes the chips. But um, the, but I, I, I'm a big fan of the diesel. I know like Derek Kreinler, James, whatever he calls himself these days, is going to get angry when he doesn't listen to this. But <laughs> – you know, because you, the amount of money they usually charge on a premium for a diesel car versus, you know, the miles per gallon you get. But I, having the torque to pull you up a hill and then also being able to get 40-something miles per gallon, I don't know what you got. When I first got in the if car and turned it on, cruising. my range said I had 540 miles left to drive. Yeah, like I had that Passat diesel. I drove 700 miles on one tank of fuel. No question. And going like 70 miles an hour. So, like, if, right. if you could do that with the GTI – that also handles, that's got a lot of torque and pull you up, you know, get up a hill. I think it makes total sense. I, I did not drive that car softly, and I was still in the 30s for Isn't fuel that economy. great? It's so great. I love that shit. Same yeah. with the X5 uh, diesel I had, which obviously got less, you know, worse miles per gallon because it's bigger. But right. you can hammer it, and then you check your fuel, and you're like, oh, I'm only down like, you know, 15, 20% instead of like six, you know, down to like six miles per gallon like a lot of NA or um, – 
you know, gas cars. It's that, that's a fantastic car, and hopefully, the rumor is that when they come out with the Mark Seven Golf, they will. We're, I mean, we're gonna get it. They're they're clearly Volkswagen, Mercedes, and BMW, are, Audi. and Audi. Are, I mean, yeah, they're all pushing diesel, testing waters, and right. now they're, and they're moving right. really well. I think they sold. What was it forty percent of Passats last year were diesel? Don't quote me. It's very high. It's a, no. I, it's always a high number when you like like what percentage of Jetta sales, and it's it's like you know twenty five to thirty percent, and it's a lot. Those are wagon manual. Like 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 man. So uh, journalists are buying cars. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think I think it makes a lot of sense for. I think it solves a lot of problems. I you know hybrids tend to feel pretty weak and gutsy right now. So, dude, diesel rocks All for a daily driver. And and we had a guy, uh, our little mole on the TST podcast, who calls in, and he asked us like, "What would you think about a uh, diesel sports car, lightweight?" And I said, "Fuck yeah, I I can't wait till the Mazda six diesel gets here because yeah, I think that was going to be impressive. That's a car I kind of want to like save for to buy, possibly. Which would take me. I, I and I shot years. a video review of it, and I said this is the first midsize I'd buy, mm-hmm. uh, and it wasn't even the diesel. But um, so. Uh, you just had the IS250 F-Sport? Yeah, I had the, the F-Sport line. Right. Um, so 250 F-Sport, last week. Basically, it's an IS250 with uh, some you know better-looking body panels on it, which I think definitely make the car good-looking. instead. Of, without it, it looks like the top half is like the lights and stuff, and the shape is good-looking, and then you get to the bottom, and it just like ends. Yeah. So I think you need those little spats and stuff. And then it's got upgraded suspension, diff. Um, diff, really? I, well, uh, I don't – maybe. I, I would believe that. It has that an LSD. Because all the other F-Sport stuff upgrades their diff. So, yeah, probably. It's got better wheels, a little bit better brakes. And chassis is fun, dude. I yeah, mean, it's, it is. It, it responds, like, real well. It feels really light. With and better tires, it'd you, be you really had, good. You had a lot of fun in it. I blew a tire. Right. Uh, Doing what? Drifting. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I had seven hours of nothing. I, I went to the Hyundai Proving Grounds. Supposed to film something, we were basically left alone for seven hours on a skid pad the size of like a football field or two, right. and and I see other people going on drifting. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go do that because there's clearly no <laughs> there, there's no one look watching recess right now. Right. Yes. Yes. So exactly. I, I might have overdone it. Um, you know, the PR guys were okay with it, but apparently some other people weren't. But I, I saw the photos of the tire. It was very impressive. It was, but but that's the thing. I mean, that car on the way back home from that, it got 31 and a half miles per gallon with. Three dudes in the car and gear running on cords, <laughs> running on a donut, which okay. which may have lessened the aerodynamic or the uh, which may have made the drag coefficient a little better. <laughs> but it, you know, it got good mileage. Cruise on the highway. It's not fast. It only has two hundred horsepower. Right. But the fact that it it drifts and moves, and I canned it, it was fun. Very it capable. It does car. well with the what you would expect to be not enough power. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then I have the 350 now, which is – or I had it, which is much faster. Right. 300 horsepower, and it's just that, – Did it feel fun. nose heavier compared, or did you even Actually, notice? Actually, it felt all around heavier. It almost felt like they put thicker um, – F-Sport or no? F-Sport, yeah. Okay. It, it felt like they almost put, like, you know, thicker bushings in, oh. a little bit thicker. Like, everything felt more, like, thicker and more dense. Like, the whole car felt stronger. Huh. But I felt like the weight was fairly even. I mean, you know, it would understeer. It wasn't just the nose. It wasn't just the nose. I felt like it it responded very much like the 250 with just, you know, a a much more fun engine. Interesting. Interesting. Um, So I have, and I haven't put enough miles on it just yet, but I just got the Audi All Road in, which some people were like, why didn't they just, this car doesn't need to exist. Just give us the A4 Avant because now you're charging more for a car that just has some plastic cladding and an extra inch and a half of ride height. I'm just happy to have a wagon in my driveway because I haven't had one in a while, mm-hmm. and I think it looks sharp, especially yeah. in black. Other colors, it's it's maybe mixed, uh, but I can understand the concern because I looked at the Monroni and it's fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. And now it's, you know, because the All Road when it first came out, I was a big fan. Right you know, when it was the A6 with the two point seven T, yeah. But the thing was, at that time there was no Q3, Q5, or Q7. Right. So now you have the Q5, and then you have a regular A4 Avant. So why – the all-road was a crossover yes. before the crossover, and yeah. I thought it was great because it's a lifted wagon. Right. So now it's kind of like – And the all-road doesn't know. look like it really sits that high. No, no, it doesn't. I mean it just – it looks like it's – and you, you can feel it. Like I felt it driving around because I, I drove it for a little bit that – uh, it rode a little softer than an A4 Avant, yeah. and it, I definitely wasn't worried as worried about potholes. Like you just feel sure. it a little bit higher, right? But you still have the wagon shape. But 
I feel like there's too many cars for too few markets, and they're and, just and the average consumer right now wants a crossover, so they're definitely yes. going Q5. Yeah, people and the Q5 built- is and I I typically hate crossovers. The Q5 that I drove a few years ago was the first crossover. I was like, oh, maybe these might not be that bad. I shit on crossovers not because they're all bad. There's plenty I've driven that Just I, because I'll bite my tongue. I'll say they're good because you want get, you want more wagons. I, I want more wagons for you know because they would solve the problem uh, that that crossovers seem to think that is people think they need. Special. The only good argument I've had for crossover is a very long one with a girl because I live life at five eleven. You know, you're six three, so. She's like, you know, you can see over the wheel. I can see over traffic, even in a, even in a wagon, I, and I, I don't feel, uh, you know, too, like, crowded in or, I don't know, hovered over by other cars. But if you're 5'4", even if you jack the seat all the way up, like, well, you know, you know you're terrified. Would, you know what would help her? If there were less crossovers on the road. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's trucks and shit. I mean, <laughs> I get it, but just get a booster seat. Like, you know, I don't like what crossovers have. I'd rather lift a wagon than drive a crossover, even though it's the same damn thing, and the crossover would probably have a better center of gravity at that point. Right. You're an idiot. Yes, I know. (laughs) That's where I I run Hooniverse. What what was Um, that? What was the old 80s, uh, like, 4x4 cross with the Eagle? Well, I also – yeah, AMC Eagle was a great one. Yeah. But uh, that was the original crossover. (laughs) But I I still have dreams of getting an old Subaru wagon and lifting it, like, four inches with, like, mud flaps. Yeah, it would be sweet. My my dream – It would probably handle, like, a trophy truck, but – I want to get a Forester 2.5 XT, lift it, put narrower rally tires on there, and that would God. be my snow vehicle because it would haul stuff, right. you have ground clearance, and it and would instantly fast. go into a drift in every turn. They yeah. do that. Um, so you also have an ISF. I do. And you, uh, did you and bring it back today? Series? Did you bring it back? I did. Okay, good. Uh, we had the 328 with the, uh, the 2.0 oh, turbo. Okay, okay. Very good car. Yeah? That's what everybody Very says. Very good car. It, it, daily driver, like... Uh, Everybody says more comfortable on the highway than brilliant. the ISF than the IS two three fifty was. Granted, that was the last gen. I want to clarify that for people. That was right. Like, right. That was you the last. Driving, the new ones coming out right. in April, but the uh, the three twenty eighty had the M package, so it had the steering wheel. It feels amazing. They got. I realized the size and density of the foam on the steering wheel, which is like what you touch and you don't think about, is perfect because it like it gives and then it's then it's like and then it resists. So. You get a little bit it's like memory of foam. grip. Yeah, you, there's like there's almost like a two millimeter layer of memory foam, and then it gets hard, and then it's harder. This is the point where you put your thumbs in, and we want them to sink in, and then you go ooh, and we go yeah. It's that's a detail. If if you uh, if you guys watch the um, Inside Koenigsegg series on Drive, yeah, he talks about just the steering wheel for like five minutes. <laughs> they test. They made sure the paddles sounded right, kind of like the LFA. They made so sure I don't the like foam the density is right. I like the cluck cluck. Exactly. They they put so much attention into that so i think it's a it's a small detail that is not as important when you're trying to build an entire car right but a company like bmw would have 40 christian von koenigseggs exactly and they've already they're like we know how to make a car drive well like we're already improving it but like now let's really work on all these tiny details yeah. and it works and it, and it rides really great it's really comfortable um the engine is plenty quick right. i mean that thing will definitely that's what i've heard i've heard it's great yeah. um it's good car 50 50 grand but oof it's nice. Ooh. I mean, I can't afford fifty grand. No, that's 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 a lot. It is. That is a lot. I mean, if if we but, were going to buy, we get a one M. But okay, so back to the ISF. Mm-hmm. What am I? I I love that car. It's fun. It's 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 such a ridiculous car because yeah. it. I don't think it fits in with the rest of the family. Minus the L. Actually, the so there's two oddballs: the LFA on one end and the ISF on the other. They're just they don't fit. And uh, they, but they don't fit in the best way possible. The ISF, if you ever had dreams of being an oversteer champion, spend some time with an ISF because it makes you look way better than you are. I do have. It's so easy to drive that car with the ass looking at you out the side mirror. I love it. That's the noises that car makes. It's pretty cool. All you do is, and when you don't want to make those noises, just don't dip into the throttle and you just cruise down the highway like a normal person. Mm-hmm. And then you just push your foot a little bit further and it starts screaming at you and and you just take the abuse and you love it. Yeah, man. I, I totally agree. It's, it Fun makes car. some cool sounds. It's I feel like because, uh, you know, it came out and it's like, oh, it's, it's compete with the M3 or the C63. The M3 at, at this point is like so good in turns and it's it's it's. More track oriented, in my opinion, than right. an AMG car because an AMG car to me is just like muscle fun car. muscle car. Yeah. So 
the ISF is almost more like that. Like, it looks pretty gnarly from the outside. Like, it's got an aggressive look. You got, you know, red leather interior in our, in our case. And, you know, the seats are good. But it's like, I don't think it's going to hang around a track with an M3. No, not a chance. And it doesn't have the same presence as an AMG car does. Nope. Like, it's not as noisy right. or, like, just like, right. But, it, so it's, it, but it, it's almost like those cars should all have their own little category. Right. You're happy in any of them. Yes. And, you know, don't compare them. Right. No, I... I agree with you. That's it. Almost brings me back if you step down a few notches to where what's happened with the Mustang, the Camaro, and the Challenger. The Mustang yeah. has become a true sports car. Totally. Uh, even the V6 with like track pack. That thing's that thing's a blast to drive on a racetrack. But the GT is a real sports car now. The Camaro, I don't like the Camaro. <laughs> I don't either. ZL1. Uh, except the ZL1. Aside, and I haven't driven yes. the 1LE, and I hear that's supposed to be pretty awesome. Well, it's supposed to just handle like a ZL1 with less right, motor. Right. So the Camaro is the Camaro. And then the Challenger is like the dopey one in the corner that you just love. You, it's the best cruising car. It makes great noises. You have a blast in it. And to me, that's what the ISF is. It's the dopey, expensive, luxury sports sedan in the corner that you're like, we're going to have some fun today. Yeah. I think it's really, I think it's cool. I think it's a good looking car. You get that. You get Except noise. the exhaust pipes. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's true. Someone gave me Four crap on YouTube because I did a video real. on it. I'm like, you know, I, I'm talking about how I love the car, but and then I just like accept the goofy exhaust pipes. Like, what do you mean, bro? Those those exhaust pipes so aren't goofy. That's that's pure engineering. I was like, actually, you have not. no clue like what you're talking it's about right now. It's it's just two pieces of metal blocking into one. That's like, putting your thumb over a hose. Right. Yeah, that's there's really only what one it outlet. Is. And you that's not where the streams. noise comes from. So I'm not making fun of the noise. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we've had some fun cars recently, but new cars get boring. We like we like we both like older cars mm-hmm. or used cars. Um, um, rides, yeah, you have a particular car in your stable that you have a little bit it's of. It's not a, a stable when you have one. It's a stable of one. I have I have, have a post a outside my one. house where you tie the horse to. You're a shepherd, <laughs> and this is your flock. And I'm a shitty shepherd because I have only <laughs> one one sheep. So your car is a Miata. Yep. What year? Ninety five. Uh, and what? I know what your plan is. Why don't you tell everybody what your plan is? Because I think it's a cool plan. My plan is to turn it into a camera car because I, you know, I film smoking tire and drive and all that stuff. And if we have a press car, our subject car is faster than our Raptor truck. Right. Matt's Raptor truck. Right. Because the Raptor is your go-to. The Raptors are go because it transports all our gear. But you know, if we have a press car, we'll bring it because we need to mount cameras on and chase something that's usually modified. because if you're if you're following a car that wants to do 80 in a corner and you're going 25 in a Raptor, it doesn't convey what the car can do. It's almost like not fair. So uh, yeah, we need to edit edit out all the tire noise from yeah. the Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, coming around a corner at speed and seeing people's eyeballs get big going the other way in Malibu is real funny because <laughs> yeah, they yeah. think they're about to die. Right. Um, so yeah, I want to turn the Miata into a camera car, which you know, I just basically just means make it handle and drive well, and then build mounts that can stick on you know you can stick five d's and gopros on it um because it'll be able to slot through corners get real close like i don't care that much about it so i'm willing you know i'll drill some holes in it if we need to or put some bars on it um that's all like gonna you know take some time this year sure. but i think sure. it'd be it'd be really good it'd be the only one it, that i know of it would be the only that's, one i mean that's I, I think that's a pretty bitch i think actually bar. no someone sent me a picture there was one in like europe that was oh pretty really legit it had like a jib on it. Oh, with, it has like a thirty thousand dollar arm. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was expensive. Um, mine will not be. Mine will right. be made out of mostly free stuff. Hopefully, tin. plug and, tin uh, and hopes. Right now, it runs on a lot of hope. <laughs> it. I've said it. I hate that car. Until you know what we could I do because Blake's in Amsterdam. Just steal his fucking Miata. Steal all his stuff. Minus the stripe on the hood. He'll come back. It'll be on like blocks. Right. They, at least they left my wood wheel. He'll come up and be like. These, the suspension doesn't even fit your car. It's a different generation. Like, whatever. We bolted it. We've made it fit. We made it fit. We fabbed it, bro. We fabbed it. Yeah. We can't um, that so I'm looking forward to that. I, I can't wait to see more of that. Um, now, another car I recently got to come face-to-face with at the Gotham Dream Cars party was the Zero Fucks Given RX-7, which is kind of a banana sandwich, batshit crazy yeah. car. And the thing... And you – we were talking about this before, and I think you make a great point about it. Uh, this is what – this is the future of rat rods right yeah. there. Uh, young kids who are enthusiasts, which is a good thing because you always hear people saying like, oh, no one cares about cars anymore. Young kids who are enthusiasts taking something cheap, rear-wheel drive, and stuffing something big and V8 and powerful under the hood. This is a, It's a modern rat rod. They don't give a shit what the outside looks like. They just want it to run well and – 
I mean, the, maybe the Zero Fox car could run a little tighter, but it's supposed to be yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, it, it it could definitely have some things tightened up, um, steering stuff. And but we're talking about like a dude. What do you do? Deliver pizzas? The guy, the guy, it's it's a, such a cliche story that if I didn't know him, I would think it was like yeah, right. Yeah, guy delivers pizzas. He bought this car for three hundred dollars out of a ditch, dragged it home, built it in his driveway, which is slanted. It's not flat and it's not big, <laughs> and like his house isn't balling. And his, we met his dad at a car show, and I'm like, oh, were you, uh, like, supportive? Were you, are you, are you into this? And he's like, well, if I supportive, you mean I kept saying get this piece of shit out of my house. Like, so he was motivated by, like, fear. Right. Um, <laughs> Got to get it done. Gotta I think what done. you're seeing, like, when I grew up, the big thing was quarter mile, which partly I grew up with, with hot rods. But, but seriously, before, like, the import thing came up, I, I think most people just thought of power and speed. It was straight, you know? Sure. Just, there was definitely people that were into road racing and yeah, but I mean, because there stuff, was a whole. But, I mean, we weren't into maybe like like domestic drag racing. I think we came up when import drag racing was hitting. Uh, yeah, I, I was into domestic just because that's where my friends were. Okay, and then import came up, and I know there was guys like you know that were into E thirty sixes and stuff. But just I guess my generation, we just hadn't. Maybe me and a lot of people hadn't really read into it as much, or you know. But now. Motorsport has, I think, really done a better job of reaching young people with yeah. with drifting and rally and, and other things and autocross. So more people, it seems like, are focused on handling and driving. So with that, coming back to the rat rod thing, you're going to get kids that are going to build these, like, rat rod imports, but they're going to work. Yeah. You know, they're actually – they're not just going to be rat rods. Like, rat rod hot rods are cool as hell. Right. But, but I'm sure they drive like shit. Right. Oh, yeah. You would never – you wouldn't want to drive on more than 100 feet. Yeah. You like that was fun. My back hurts. My knee hurts. My ears hurt. Like you can't see. I'm old. <laughs> you can't park. Yeah. You can't drive over any bumps. So I think I really do think that will spark that, and more kids are going to go. Oh, I don't need because when you get a project car like mine, like you look at, it, you're like, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah. Well, to make it look perfect or what I want, I need paint. I need interior. I need all these things. Thousands of dollars. Corbin's like, I don't need that or want it. I want it to drive well right. and be fast. And he spent thirteen thousand dollars on making that happen, and nothing on anything else. And that's and that's like what shit. like the original hot rods were about. Yes, not not the ones that are trying to win the Riddler award at some Those car show. You know, it's it's they don't need the chrome wheels. They just want to go fast, and exactly. they and they tweak their engines. And they, so I think I mean that this dude is. <laughs> Could be the poster child for the modern day young kid rat rod. Completely agree. I yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um. So yeah, um, that was uh. Now I'm lost here because I lost my last bullet point. But uh. Um. So yeah, it was uh Zach. Thank you so much for okay. joining us. Very welcome on the podcast this evening. For no those problem. of you. It's good. Keeping fun. track at home. It's, it's, full, it's quite fun, right? It's, it's a good day. It's a proper time. It's nice talking to you. Oh, yeah. Go Pick right. up your britches. Open your ears. Have a good time. Um, I don't – that was like seven <laughs> accents. Um, for those of you keeping track at home, if you paid attention to what beer we drank last time, tonight we were sipping on Oaked Arrogant Bastard Ale, courtesy of Stone Brewing Company, uh, one of the best brewing companies in the country. Um, and we will have something good for you next week. Uh, but until then – Stay tuned. Wait for the next episode, and we'll have more cool shit to talk about. Maybe Blake will be back from Amsterdam, or he will die of a marijuana overdose, the first person to ever do it. That's possible. Probably. With Blake, that's possible. Oh, yeah. But if not, Zach, thanks for joining us tonight, and we'll see you all later on.